Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How are you, sir? <laughs> Good, afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Mr. Rizzoli. How are you? I am doing very well. How are you? Uh, pretty good, actually. Now, in wake of uh, having no guests today, we have got uh, just Dan and IQ, and they're going to kick some uh, kick some issues around. Um, I, lo- I love it. I love it. <laughs> now, um, IQ, uh, one one of the folks out that there's a lot of these headlines that are talking about Jews not wanted, the Irish is not wanted, the blacks are not wanted, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is not wanted. What did you make of her being kicked out of this restaurant fairly recently? Well, if you are willing to listen to me for a few seconds. Yes, go. Okay. The latest figures from the FBI, I'm going to answer your question also. Americans are holding more than 390 million weapons. Considering the reality that almost the absolute majority of those who own weapons are conservative patriots, about 50% of 338 million Americans, this calculates that each one of them owns at least two weapons, totaling a minimum of 100 times more than the combined military and police of the USA. As an outsider watching with horror, the horrific downward spiral of outright hatred discrimination, incivility, and threats to the life and limb perpetrated by the unhinged fascists of the left, take Maxine Waters and all others, towards conservatives, Christians, and all supporters of President Trump, I propose that every American patriot should do the following, to save Western civilization, and I don't mean it flippantly. One, since all Almost all gun owners are law-abiding citizens. They should join the NRA to make it one of the most powerful entities defending both the Second and First Amendments. Two, to carry their weapons wherever they go, and anyone who ever threatens them should suffer the worst terror of their lives. And finally, all such patriots should vote during the 2018 elections all to make sure the leftist brown shirts are thoroughly defeated. Does that answer you? Yes, yes. Uh, Dan, give us your take on this. I think we may have lost Dan. Dan, no, are you still I'm here? here? Okay, I'm here. Well, g- give us your take. Give us our, your take on what IQ just said, my friend. Well, I I agree. You know, there's a sense that I agree with him. It, it is, however, somewhat scary in looking at his math that half the bad guys also have guns. I'm not sure that that's a, a pleasant thought, but maybe it is. Maybe it's, it's, it's okay. Yes. Um, I used to have two, but I don't have any anymore. Um, I gave one to my uh, number three son, and I sold my, my father's Ithaca shotgun many, many years ago. Um, I I think um, the 
the thing that happened that was the most surprising to me wasn't so much the attack on the the the, the two secretaries and uh, Sarah Huckabee. What surprised me was the and here comes Jim the white racist reaction from Pelosi and Schumer to Maxine Waters. Uh, I find it absolutely unbelievable that the quasi leadership grandma and grandpa of the Democratic Party would chastise a black woman congressman but they both did and I've heard a number of people say on the media today what Miss Waters is saying and what other people are doing is not a way to win elections and I was going to say no expletive deleted because it seems that the Democrats can't get out of their way. But um, things are, are, are different today. And I'm going to give you an example, Jim, what, what I mean when I say they're different today. In, in I, I don't know whether it was CBS or NBC or who it was I was watching last night, and they were talking about what Maxine Waters said, what the restaurant owner said and did, and what's not known a lot is the fact that she followed them to a restaurant across the street and continued to assault verbally verbal ass, verbally assault her uh, and her party and um, but those things the the report said those things wouldn't have happened ten years ago. They might have happened, but they didn't. They might have happened at the beginning of the Obama administration. But what I think is changing, what has changed this time around, is that we are seeing the depravity of social media influencing what people are saying and what people are doing. The strategy on the part of the Democrats is let's just take Mr. Fonda last week. Mr. Fonda said that they should rip Baron Trump out of his mother's arms, stuff him in a cage with two pedophiles. Now, I can't think of anything positive to say about that statement, but it's went on social media. It was a tweet. He said some other things about the president too, but my point here, Jim, is that once it's spoken over social media and broadcast around the world, it can never be taken back, no matter what they say. And Mr. Fonda, several days later, regretted what he said. Really? He regretted what he said. He didn't mean it when he said it, but now he regrets it. So my point, Jim, is that the strategy 
failing in my opinion, but the strategy of the left is say as much as they possibly can about the Trump administration, the president, his cabinet people, anybody, and worry about the consequences after it's been out in social media for a while, and it is believed. Give me, give me I'm going to give you another example, Jim. And IQ, you can chime in on this after you hear it. We're talking about 12,000 children in detention camps in the border, on the border. Of those 12,000, 10,000 came on their own with no adult or parental supervision. Now, I have a commentary which I sent you, Jim, late this afternoon that yes, just got published on yes. news. It is fantastic. Thank you. So what, what it says, IQ, since you haven't had a chance to see it, is that the Department of Homeland Security reports, along with many other organizations around the world who've been studying in this, 80% of the women and female children who start on the journey from Central America north to come into the United States, 80% of them are raped at least once. Parents who are sending their children on this perilous journey are get, getting shots that cost $4 because if they get raped, it'll keep them from being pregnant for about a month. Some parents are sending their children their female children on this journey with the morning after pills. Now, the Democrats are focused on the 2,000 children, not the 10,000 that are here also illegally who came on their own. Rasmussen reports that a study of American voters last week, 53% of the time, do not see this issue the responsibility of the of the Trump administration rather they see it the responsibility of the parents in central and south america who sent their unaccompanied minor children girls and boys on this journey knowing knowing they were going to be raped now, we're talking about separating children from their parents. Another fact that you won't see anywhere for a while. There are 48 legal crossings on the border between Mexico and the United States. I mean, that's 48 places where people can legally cross the border either direction. These people that are coming up from Central and South America, and oh, by the way, from China and from Syria and other parts of the world, these people do not come across the traditional border crossing, the official border points. They try and sneak into the country. Why? Because they know if they present themselves at the legal crossing, they will be returned. They will turn around and have to leave. By trying to sneak into the country, they hope that they can gain asylum, and they do so at their own peril. 
And so we have the Democrats now talking about the 2,000 children who are in federal detention because their parents broke the law. This law that Trump was enforcing was created in the Clinton administration, and in addition, um, it was tested in the courts. It was taken all the way to the Ninth Circuit in San Francisco, who upheld the law that parents should be separated from their children when they are arrested for being illegal. Now, we have a situation where that was tested in the courts and both the Bush administration and the Obama administration chose not to appeal it to the Supreme Court. They left the lower court standing. So the law that Trump was trying to enforce was put on the books in the Clinton administration and continued in the Obama administration. Now, one more point, Jim. The Democrats are concerned about these 2,000 children that are separated what they hope to be their parents because they have no way to prove that those children are in fact related in any way, shape, or form to the people that brought them across the border. However, the Democrats are not saying a word about the 680,000 children in the United States every year who are taken away from their parents by protective services and the police because of brutality, and almost 1,300 of them died last year. So where is the outcry? It isn't there. And so let me tell you the rest of the story, which was a piece that I did last Friday, that when President Trump signed the executive order to keep parents and children together, I believe he potentially signed his own impeachment warrant because in writing the executive order to overturn the law of the land may be an impeachable offense. And I'm not sure, since they can't get a bill through the House on immigration reform, I wouldn't be surprised in August to see lawsuits filed against the President of the United States for acting dictatorial and a bill of impeachment to come out of the House. And the question becomes, are there enough Democrats to bring it to the floor, and are there enough Republicans to stop it? I'm not convinced that that's true. IQ? Amazing. Now, the question that I have, since everything you said is actual and factual. In the article, I cite every source, every publication, every I author. I understand, believe me. What I can't understand, why the White House is not doing it. Why the representatives of the president are not doing it? Why aren't any news, not forget the newspapers and the fake news, the White House has its own, uh, what do you call it, 
programs. I watch them sometimes. Why doesn't the White House create its own program and put it to the American people? They have the video. They have they have their own. They should have their own, like CNN. Why can't they do that? That's a that's a really good question, IQ. Really good question, and I I don't know that I can totally answer it. And Jim can certainly join me. But I mean, it's, it's simple. It's not complicated today with modern technology. You don't need to be a super genius. All you have to do is tell the facts. I mean, you don't have millions of millions of dollars worth of uh, what do you call it, electronic, to do what you're doing. You don't need it. You have a brain, you have a computer, and you have an analysis, an analytical mind, and you come well, to the truth. You can find it. But 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 the, and I mean no disrespect, my dear friend, you're somewhat naive because. They can do whatever they want to do, but if the networks choose not to broadcast it or Facebook suspends it, it doesn't get out. And so that's that's part of it. The other part of the question, other part of your question that needs to be answered is if you look at the this fundamental approach of how Democrats approach a problem and how Republicans approach a problem, True Republicans look for a solution. But in looking for the solution, they want to avoid, if at all possible, any confrontation. The Democrats are 180 degrees. They want as much confrontation. Look at what they're doing. They're assaulting, verbally assaulting these cabinet officers. There was a young staffer who used profanity to yell at the president in the Capitol. Um... They're using tactics that the Republicans would never, ever consider. But I, will, I, would, I do have to point this out to you, IQ. Can you imagine what Mr. Trump's term of president would have been if he followed the advice of many, many people to stop tweeting? There would be no access to the American people to tell his side of the story or to raise the issues. Twitter is what you're talking about. Twitter is the vehicle that the president uses. And he has the large, he, his Twitter following, I did, I've, I did a study on this IQ, his Twitter following is bigger than all of the four major networks combined viewers more than the than the television networks. So Mr. Trump has used Twitter for what you're talking about. He doesn't do video. He simply puts out messages, statements. And does it work? Absolutely it works. Right now, 90% of Republicans surveyed support the president and what he's trying to do. 90%. Ronald Reagan, in his best time, never got above 85. Donald Trump's at 90. Donald Trump is turning the independent voters towards him, and the Democrats are falling apart. So I understand what you're saying about the media, but the only media really available to the president of the United States is Twitter. 
as, as much as I agree with you, I only hope, besides those who have supported him before, who are conservatives, if, if he can have more black Americans, African Americans, and Hispanic Americans support him in 2018, the Democratic Party would be abolished for a long, long time to come. That's a, that's a really good point because I just uh, from two to three I was on a, a show out of Chicago with a black host. I call him my brother from another mother. We've been together over a year every week doing discussions. And I said to him, I said, Charles, it's Charles Butler is, is the gentleman's name. He's syndicated. He's syndicated in a lot of places. And Charles, I asked Charles a question today. I said, will the economic benefit that Donald Trump has bought to blacks and Hispanics with the lowest recordable employment rate, will that translate into Republican victories in the fall? And he said that when you're dealing with off-year elections, politics is pure, elections are pure local politics. So he said he did. He was at a, a barbecue place on Sunday for black people, and he went up and down the line because they had a line around the block. And he asked the question, "Do you support Donald Trump?" He could not find one black person at the barbecue place, not scientific, who was against what Donald Trump was doing or against him, not one. And so I think that. The Trump voters, the, the, the conservative Republicans, the Bible thumpers, whatever you want to call them, they will come out and vote for the Republican candidates. But I think that there is a very good possibility, IQ, that perhaps the largest percentage of black votes for Republicans may take place in the November election, which will, as you said, I don't know that you're totally correct, do an enormous amount of damage to the Democratic Party, but I don't know that it knows how to heal itself. I don't think it, I don't think the Democratic Party, which is so far left, can ever come back to the middle. By by the way, I have been several times with Charles Butler, and I found him very interesting because he's black, and because he supports Trump. Yes, yes, but he said to me today he will never he will never wear. Make America Great Again hat. He will never do that. He's not going to do that. But he'll he'll support the hell out of the president. But but there's it, just certain things he won't do. But the but the point is is that is the this is a question that we've been talking about uh, a lot lately. And I keep saying to people, the Republican Party needs to run on one real simple question. It's the question that Ronald Reagan used. And the question is, are you better off today than you were four years ago? Absolutely. If you say yes, then you've got to vote Republican. Correct. And that will be the, 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 the slogan, I believe, that he will use uh, in 2020. Are you better off after the last four years of my administration than you were in the previous eight years? And I... I would say to you, the other question I asked Charles today, which is something I, I, I found fascinating, 
I heard last night on, I think it was uh, Laura Ingram's show, but I could be wrong. But I heard this Democratic congressman say, almost in tears, where is Barack? We need him, but he's nowhere to be found. Good God. It was Barack who destroyed the Democratic Party. Single yes, right. And so what Charles said to me today is, the black people don't want him back. So he knows that, and he knows his, his legacy has been unwound, and he's getting... Uh, not getting really good press, even though the media is trying to protect him. Uh, these reports coming out of the Congress are not are not positive for him, and um, we caught him lying again on, on his uh, on his email when he told us that he never knew that Hillary had an illegal email account before he, anybody else did. He heard about it in the news, when which is not true because he was emailing her back and forth on his own private server to her private server. So he lied to the American people again. So it's it's just a situation where it's really, really a bad situation. I I really I, I agree with part of what you said. I think that there's a very good possibility that um, the 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 Republicans wind up with a supermajority in both the House and the Senate. I, I think that the American people are saying they like Trump. They like what he's doing. Um, think about this, IQ. I heard this pundit yesterday on, on a, I think it was MSNBC, said, well, after the first quarter, only 35% of the people of this country reported that they got an increase in their paycheck. Uh, <laughs> Only 35%. Yeah, he was expecting 100%. Yeah, uh, well, but like, he had failed because not 100% didn't happen. But now they can't say that anymore because real wages are going up and uh, we're down to 3.8% in unemployment. I, I want to switch subject, if I might, sir. Yes, go yes, go ahead. I, I want to go back to IQ and I want to have his take on what's going on, what's likely to happen with Andrea Merkel. Ah. I honestly believe that she has her last few weeks or few months. I, I wrote an article saying the pendulum is turning right, and it's published on the internet. What's happening not only in Europe, Trump is not only the president of the United States of America. Today, Trump is the president of every single freedom-loving people in the world. In Canada, in, this, in Ontario province, they elected a governor who completely and utterly demolished the Liberal Party in Ontario. They're calling him the new Trump, the Trump of Canada. We have the remarkable achievements of uh, the Chancellor of Austria closing seven mosques and deporting 60 imams. The remarkable achievement of the Italians, where they, whereby they refused entry for 690 invaders. I never call them immigrants. They are not immigrants. They are invaders because 85% to 90% of them are Muslim. He told Angela Merkel, you want them, you take them. But of course, the stupid uh, Spaniards took them. Another one group of 230, again, the Italians said, no, 
We are not taking them. Let somebody else take them. So the move to the right is all over the world. And what Trump has done in his meeting with Kim Jong-un, although downplayed by, of course, the fake media, it was a stupendous achievement, stupendous by every standard. Nobody since 1953, not a single president since 1953, was able to do what Donald Trump is doing. By the way, the body bags of missing in action are coming back to the United States of America. Again, no president was able to do that. No, Angela Merkel is going to have a very bad time if not removed. And if she wants to have another election, I honestly, truly believe that the so-called right wing will have astounding uh, results. They will win. Back to you. Yeah. Uh, I want to just, just tell you a quick story since you mentioned the, the body bags. Um, I was at a meeting on Monday, and uh, it was a current events discussion, and, and they were talking about uh, the, conf- the, the discussion between Kim and the president. And one man stood up and said, and he could, you could clearly tell he was supported by other people in the room, well, you know, I don't think anything happened at all. Um, and uh, I, I, I guess I'm hopeful that something might happen in the future, but I don't think there was anything accomplished at, at this conference. So I raised my hand and I was called on and I said, I mean no disrespect, sir. But I served in the military during the Vietnam War. I didn't go to Vietnam, but I served my country. And one of the things that came out of this meeting is the agreement to return 3,000 bodies of American servicemen who died in Korea and never returned home. And 3,000 caskets were delivered this weekend to North Korea. So don't tell me that nothing positive came out of this meeting. What did he say? He sat down. You should always, I mean, you're so polite, Dan, you're so polite, you are, I mean, really very polite. Yeah, because <laughs> believe me, if I, if IQ was there, it would have been a whole different conversation. <laughs> yeah, By the way, something else that the news media are not telling. As usual, the fake news media are not telling the American people that the Iranian people in general have had it with the mullahs. They have been demonstrating in many major cities, including Tehran, shouting, rest your soul, Reza Pahlavi, the former Shah of Iran, as well. This is remarkable. And it's on YouTube in Farsi, death to Palestine, instead death to the USA. Why do they say that? Because they are accusing the mullahs of wasting $150 billion sent to them by America, not by America, by Obama the traitor, while (laughs) to support Palestinians, to support Hezbollah, to support Syria, and yet they are denying it to the Iranian people. Again, I repeat, and maybe you can correct me or support me, either Donald Trump or Pence should meet publicly with the Shah of Iran's son, again, Pahlavi, to make sure and make it clear to the Iranian people that they have a government in exile ready to return with the support of the United States of America, but without 
any interference by the United States. It is up to the Iranian people to overthrow their government, and America will intervene in the sense that would supply them with the technology that they need and connect them back to the world. What do you think? I think I, 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 think I agree with you. I, I don't know how to make that happen. Uh, I wish I had the power to do that, but I can, I can write about it in commentary and see if I can stir up some, some uh, I've almost said a word there, Jim, um, but uh, <laughs> stir up some interest in the... Uh, yes. In, yeah, in, in it's so simple. You have more access than I have, that's for sure. Well, um, I, I hate to cut everybody off, but Dan's going to have to go here in a few moments uh, before we let everybody yes. go for today. Dan, bring us up to speed on your uh, nonprofit and everything. I have uh, quick news to tell you. I did a phone conversation this afternoon with the executive assistant to a president of a company who's committed to uh, helping veterans, and uh, I spoke with her assistant today, and they have uh, one of the projects that they support out of their company uh, is the Wounded Warrior Project of Canada. They're very much into PTSD and, and sleep deprivation, so they're excited about introducing us to them. So we could go international, Jim. I'm really excited about that opportunity. Fantastic. Well, IQ, bring us up to speed on what you're involved in, my friend, and then we'll let everybody go for today. I'm doing fine. All anybody wants to do is Google my name, Al-Rasuli, A-L-R-A-S-S-O-O-L-I, and you will know more about Islam in one hour than if you spend 30 years reading about it. And God bless you both. Yes. Thank you. Well, uh, I, I will talk to you guys next week. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful week, gentlemen. There they go. IQ Al-Rasuli, Dan Perkins. That is that. And uh, we will see you next time on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.